A dictionary definition of the word context is the interrelated conditions in which something exists or occurs. AQMB's Artist Statement podcast is a conversation series exploring the fresh perspectives in art generated by these changing contexts, politically, culturally, socially, other. It features artists and thinkers orbiting our world, where we chat in response to developments in technology, communication and beyond. I'm Associate Editor Jared Davis, and in this episode I speak with Elvia Wilk, a writer whose practice deals with art, technology and culture under capitalism, expressed through an entanglement of critical essays, autobiography and speculative fiction. Based in New York after years spent in Berlin, Elvia's writing has appeared in the likes of Freeze, Art Forum, Moose and the LA Review of Books to name a few. Her debut novel, Oval, was published in 2019 by Softskull Press, and she is a contributing editor at EFLUX Journal. I first met Elvia when she spoke for AQMB's Paranormal Storytime event earlier this year, delivering a talk on vampire live-action roleplay subcultures. I've been eager to chat with her again to revisit her thinking on fiction, its role in our political world-building and relationship to power, as 2020 draws to a close with these topics even more timely than when it began. I feel like what another unexpected um, result of this year has been the collision of my personal experience of the future and what I understand to be a historical narrative. So it's one thing to say, you know, the history ended or the future is foreclosed or capitalist realism is all we have. And it's another thing to feel like, oh, I literally have no future plans. <laughs> and I, the horizon of possibility for me is closed down. So the contagion of a pandemic is, I, I believe, a useful metaphor and also a useful experience, this feeling of being um, a vulnerability being contagious and that it really is um, a personal, a, a personal experience um, that I'm working through as much as any kind of theoretical analysis. And, and those maybe are the same for me, given who I am. Um, but anyway, so one, when this really got flagged for me was um, I guess two experiences I had one was teaching a like volunteering to teach a class to young kids remotely on zoom who were stuck at home about composting and waste (laughs) (laughs) and uh, talking to these like five to 12 year olds about climate change. Um, And that just being, they they were super aware um, and excited and also seemingly pretty <laughs> realistic right. the situation. And it was so odd to me because I don't have contact with really young generations in my daily life because again, of the mobility and the expat lifestyle, it means that I don't know really young or really old people. And this was a really kind of important contact for me to make. Um, and then another was guest teaching a master's class where um, we talked about futurism and we talked about um, like kind of teaching tools that I've used in the past where we try to think beyond dystopia and utopia. But the pushback was very particular in this case. Um, nobody wanted to talk about the future and it just felt really bad to talk about it. Um, we talked a lot about the new Biosphere 2 documentary that came out called um, Spaceship Earth, which is about this historical utopia, um, kind of this, um, Victorian greenhouse with a bunch of, um, new age performance artists in it, you know, for those who are not familiar with this project, like I highly suggest you look into it, but it's kind of a historical, um, pretty large scale utopian project that depending on how you look at it was a pretty big fail in the end. Um, 
And so I was kind of interested in this like nostalgia for a time when like the future seemed exciting. <laughs> and, um, and I just kept coming up against this resistance from the students, but also really within myself. Um, the nostalgia is misplaced, basically. It's a nostalgia for a colonial narrative, basically. Um, and um, yeah, and one other conversation I had that really helped me understand this was with um, uh, Dunn and Raby, who are a like, design um, duo who now teach at the New School, who I've known for a little while. And I did an interview with them for After All magazine, where I really was um, trying to pick their brain about the idea of speculation, which is something they're really known for. They wrote this book, Speculative Everything. So they're um, really in, invested in like practical questions of speculation, like what it means to design for alternate realities. And they have been really explicit in their work and in that conversation about like, we don't teach our students based on the concept of the future. Like this closes down conversation because the future is not really in the hands of us and it doesn't feel like it is. And planning or projecting is not actually, um, it, it feels like it feels misplaced. This was just a teaser for an episode of AQMB's Artist Statement podcast, available exclusively to our subscribers. If you'd like to listen to this and other bi-monthly episodes like it in full, consider signing up to our Patreon at patreon.com slash AQMB. You'll also have free access to downloadable compendiums of new music and digital artworks while helping support our commitment to presenting fresh perspectives around art, music, and online culture at aqmb.com. Our theme music is Coughing Up Pearls by Felicita. See you next time.